0: The We Think Collective podcast is brought to you in part by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30 day free trial membership at audibletrial.com forward slash inbound. We Think Collective is also supported by May May Jewelry in Atwater Village. For 15% off your order, enter promo code WTC podcast. At MayMayJewelry.com That's M-A-E M-A-E Jewelry.com
1: Tim's got that perfect radio voice Maybe we should ask him To rap our intro But does Tim even <laughs> rap? <laughs> Probably
2: not <laughs> Hey Tim You want to give it a try?
0: Sit back and relax your mind You're tuned in To a good time Unwind Maybe spark one up because these chicks are random as fuck. Conversations as, real as their asses, so listen up, men. Pull out your glasses, no topics taboo. But they ain't rude, giving that real shit without the two. Two ladies tackle the challenge of our time, exploring the gravity of the feminine mind.
1: Oh yeah, Tim! <laughs> Get them, Tim.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the We Think Collective podcast with your hosts, Heidi Bach. And Rena May.
1: Hello, and welcome to We Think Collective podcast, episode number four. I'm Heidi, and I'm sitting here with
2: Rena May. <laughs> Better tongue roll this time.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so today we thought we would talk a little bit about success in America.
2: Whoo. That's a big topic.
1: It's a loaded topic. It, There's a lot of branches to this. Hmm. Um, so bear with us today. <laughs> yeah,
2: definitely. There has definitely been a big spurn in the market for women empowerment. Would you agree? Sure. In a way. Let's talk about, let's start with, for example, Wonder Woman. Okay. Okay. So there's kind of like this Wonder Woman complex that has been circulating. And the new Wonder Woman kind of brought in a new paradigm of complex, Um, good and bad. But I don't know if you, did you you watch Wonder Woman? Of course you did. Obviously. Obviously. So what did you feel in the first like couple minutes or the first 30 minutes when it was like this
1: all woman army? Okay. First of all, you know, I watch movies and then I forget them right after. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, so there's that secondly I do remember that part and I just thought badass why because you don't see that we don't get visuals of that normally so it's the first time seeing like a dope-ass woman army I mean I used to watch what was that show back in the day with Lucy Lawless <laughs> Xena warrior princess oh my god <laughs> yes. okay. so okay. I used okay. to watch that okay so I and I was a big fan of She-Ra like, okay on my little gaming things that I do. My name is Shira the Great. So, if you want to play with me on Clash of Clans. <laughs> <Okay. Okay. laughs> Nerd alert. Okay.
2: Okay, so you like wonder, <laughs> I, you guys, I knew nothing about this before this podcast right now. So bear with me as my New mind revelation. takes a little stroll
1: back down memory lane for her. Um, okay, so. P.S., you guys, I'm bright red and blushing. Red. I'm so embarrassed <laughs> that I just told you that. Oh my God. It's cute, though. I got to say, it's cute. I can imagine playing Shira, Shira. I don't know. Is there a theme song? No. Okay, let's move on from that. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm mortified right now.
2: Okay, so let's bring this back to the conversation that we wanted to start about the Wonder Woman complex and how yeah. it's affected both men and women. It has
1: nothing to do with Wonder it Woman really does. She's the Great.
2: I was just trying to put Heidi on the spot and tell me things she's never told me before. <laughs> <And> Success. <laughs> Success.
1: <laughs> in my best Bora And my sister. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Wonder Woman Complex. I think I blame it on advertising and media. Whoa. Why? Well, you know, I come from the advertising background. I, I've been advertising for, uh, I'm not going to say how long because it makes me sound old. Um, but I think that over the last decade or so, mm-hmm. and I'm not giving exact timing here, but Advertising has shifted in how they're portraying women. So let's say, if back in the 50s, it used to be like, you know, Susie Homemaker with her broom and her vacuum and. You know, making the perfect five-course meal for her family and wearing the perfect dress with her hair perfectly coiffed and da-da-da-da-da. Well, the new Wonder Woman, she works full-time, has a husband who doesn't know how to do anything around the house, has three kids who are always making the biggest messes and never clean up after themselves. She needs to wear the right thing all the time. Her body needs to be perfect. Her skin needs to be flawless, radiant even. And she should probably be doing it with all natural ingredients all the time. <laughs> while driving her, you know, fucking sun-powered vehicle and her house should be Pinterest-worthy and Instagram pictures. And how many followers does she even have? Oh. Does anyone even... Is she even a good mother if she has less than 70 followers? <gasps> I don't know. <laughs> I it is so much It is a lot. for women. And there has been countless studies done on... How women, anyway, are taking this burden on and carrying it and feeling so tired. We talked about that in our last episode about the crying. If you're seeing women cry, it's because we, freaking, we feel like we have to be Wonder Woman all the time. We're so tired of that. That's why we're crying. Yeah, we're tired <laughs> because we're crying. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real. And then conversely, you've got this Wonder Woman thing. And then I mentioned briefly, you've got this man being portrayed as like this dopey guy who can't figure anything out, who's practically walking into the glass walls because they're so clean, and he can't even see anything. I mean, gosh, how does this guy even function in life? And I'm like, this is not the men that I know. I Guys are not idiots. Like, they know how to handle things around their house. Beyond just mowing the lawn. I know. And taking out the trash. Those are the two cliche it's so things. So cliche. I'm so over it. I hate that. And I know guys are over it too. I've talked to a lot of men about this and they're just like, yeah. Um, where is this coming from? We're over it. There's started to be a shift. There's been some advertisers who picked up on that. And yes. And made some changes and started to give men back their pride and their, can their prowess. Can we talk about that
2: one website that you can where you can buy their pictures? And they did a whole
1: series. Oh, Lean In. Uh Yeah. Sheryl Sandberg from Facebook. She's COO of Facebook and author of the New York Times bestselling book, Lean In. She did a partnership with Getty Images, I believe. Yes. On a series of pictures called the lean in stock photos, basically, just to create stock photos that aren't cliche. Totally. So there are men with beautiful pictures with his
2: children, teaching them, rocking them to sleep and like multicultural families and all different. just every they're so beautiful. It's really awesome. Yeah.
1: And honestly, Sheryl Sandberg is a reason she's an example exactly of why we need more women in leadership. As an aside, Um, but one of the things in her book, if if anyone's read it, if you haven't, I highly recommend you read it. It's a great book. She's very practical and she gives you the actual data of where we are now um, in the business sense. But also um, she's realistic about where that responsibility lies, what women can do to change it, and also how men um, are taking on new roles in this new era. More and more men are becoming you know, more involved fathers that used to not be expected of them. Now it is, you know, they're learning how to juggle their work life with their family life in a whole new way and different expectations that come to play when your wife also works. Um, So there's been a a huge shift in this. And I just think the advertising is portraying like kind of this really cliche BS image that doesn't actually um, reflect what's real in male and female or masculine-feminine dynamics inside of a relationship. Yeah. One of the things that we wanted to talk about today, though, beyond that, was kind of this definition of success in America. And I think the reason that this portrayal of males and females in media and advertising is important and relevant here is because... (laughs) We're still dealing with a business world that was designed by men for men. And so we're still, even though we're progressing and our real life looks different, the structures and systems upon which we're basing and grading ourselves are outdated and frankly, I think, antiquated and need to be retired and new ones need to be put in place. And one of those is the current definition of success. We have had some heated, heated conversations with some fellas about the definition of success lately, haven't we?
2: Yeah, Heidi definitely gets a different level of heat when we talk to men about this because it's not about the man like adopting ours, but it's just understanding and, and vice versa. We're not trying to adopt their way of doing business. We're just trying to help them understand our way of business. And if you look at different businesses that are led by feminine leadership, think about the different things that I don't know you see come through it like Sheryl Sandberg really this whole lean in the fact that Heidi and I looked for stock photos to put on our website for like over an hour
1: at least and we saw nothing that we really enjoyed would you say we couldn't find women that weren't like 20 yeah and like skinny and we could hardly even find pictures of women that weren't white. And when we did, it was like all non-white. Like they wouldn't give you like, it's like they think that people of color never hang out with, with white people in business or something in, in stock photos. It was crazy. We just couldn't find like actual pictures that looked anything like the people that are actually in our collective. Yeah. We were like, what is the deal here? We're like a really diverse and not just diverse in 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 our uh in our color, but in our age, yeah, you know, it's like young girls don't only hang out with young girls and old women, you know, PS are still in business. And then there's women in between who are super fierce that weren't being represented, but this is a total tangent. What we really want to talk about is the definition of success. And we were talking about men's ideas kind of sometimes being a little different than women's. I don't even think it's a male female thing so much as it's kind of like a traditional business definitions and uh can the, can i just say this yeah can
2: we just give them an example and let's go into a story we talked about earlier i think it's real it's raw it's current it's something they'll understand are you ready i don't know can we go well for it. I'm, I'm gonna open it up so there is this singing sensation right now called cardi b And to be honest, my sister turned me on to her and she's all like, May, I love following Cardi B. She makes me laugh. I think she's really real. And, you know, her music is fun and catchy. And I'm like, cool, Ree, that's nice. And then I just started seeing Cardi B and everything. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I guess, you know, this Cardi B, I I know nothing about her. I'm going to say that first and foremost. I love all women that are doing their thing and I really hope that they're happy in their hearts and what they're, they're showing to the world is what they, the art they want to bring or they're closer to bringing it. So, But then Heidi tells me her backstory of Cardi B and I'm like, whoa, I knew nothing about this backstory.
1: No, see what happened was, <laughs> we were literally driving here to record our podcast and I told Rena that I was feeling feisty today. And she was like, why? And I was like, I don't know. And I said, actually, maybe it's because I read the news this morning. I usually don't do that anymore in the morning because it it just fucks with my head, keeping it real. And I was like, yeah, okay, maybe that's why. And I started thinking about what I read. And I mean, there's no need to even go into it. It's all fucked up. You all know that. So I was like, but then I read this one article about Cardi B. And I started going into it, and as I started going into that article, which is an interview with her, and it's a great article, I cannot remember the name of the writer right now or the publication, I'm so sorry, but essentially, um, this girl's story demonstrated to me all that is wrong in our society And not that she's wrong in our society. This is not a personal affront on Cardi B in any way, shape, or form. She was a young woman. She didn't have a lot of, she came from, you know, uh, a lower income family in New York. She's Dominican. She uh, came up, you know, affiliated with the gang out there. Um, But obviously, gangs don't pay, and she's a smart, boss bitch as she claims Um, not mad at that at all and she thought her best pathway to make money was stripping hmm I wonder who sold her that bag of goods then she gets in stripping and she realizes the girls that have the fake ass are making more money so she goes and pays $800 to get a fake ass injected Oh my God, my heart is already starting to pound faster because this is all the things I hate. I'm so sad for her in my heart. I'm sad for Cardi B, who's the most successful artist in the world right now uh-huh. by current standards Absolutely. of success. Yes. You know, and you and then she goes like and she starts making all this money stripping, right? Um, starts doing Instagram stuff, becomes really popular on Instagram, so much so that she gets picked up for this reality show, Love and Hip Hop New York. She's not even a hip hop artist at the time, but she's just herself. She's a fucking star, and she's hilarious, and people love her. So she gets picked up for this show. Still not a hip hop artist. Next thing you know, she's the number one, like most popular person on this on this reality show. She gets like covers booked for music covers. Like I don't even know if it's a Billboard or what, but literally covers of magazines. She hasn't put out one single song. She puts out finally that song. You've all heard it. The I wear money whatever she's like i don't dance now i make money moves yeah Yeah, it's called bodek everybody knows i make money moves and so she puts that song out it ends up getting picked up as a hit because it gets shown on a video with black china and rob Kardashian in the middle of their thing i'm so disgusted that i'm even (laughs) talking about this right now the point is that at the end of the article, the writer, and I I'll, i really will try to find uh, credit and write this in the description for you guys so you can check her out, because she wrote it really well, the author. Um, she left me feeling some kind of way. The way that she described Cardi B, who she is right now, and her life and what she's living, like this woman is at the pinnacle of success right now. She's by far the most popular up-and-coming musical artist in 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 the world right now, and you, just, you see this description of her and she describes her like a caged animal like the real her is like this there's a softness to her there's this like genuineness there's the insecurity she's trying to change her accent she doesn't like that she sounds so Dominican um, and all this stuff that actually is part of probably what made her so famous frankly and you just hear all of that like insecurity and that, that girl that nobody showed her any other way for her to make it, you know what I mean? And I'm not trying to pity Cardi B. She ain't asked for my pity, she don't need it. That girl is good and she's happy as far as I know, good for her. I'm just saying when you look at like our society and how success is kind of defined and the path that's given, especially to women, of how to get that, how to achieve that and what you need to do and sell and be willing to put on the line if you want to have that success. I'm just utterly disgusted by it.
2: Yeah, I think when you told me the part of it, and no qualms, Cardi B, you thought getting butt injections would make you more money. I get it. It did. You know, and it, it legit did. And it did. And it worked. It's just up leveling your asset that you sell, which was your body. <clears throat> and you did that and you upgraded it. And, and that's what happened. But at the same time, look, a, look at look all. I can almost imagine going to plastic surgeon's office and saying, "How many more butt injections have you done this year versus last year?" It makes me so
1: sad. Yeah, I don't even know where where to go with this conversation right now because it it takes me in this place of this this idea of success in America and this this bullshit that they're selling us. This is not happiness. And there's another thing that I ended up reading this morning that that really got us excited. And again, a woman leader, um, and she—her name is Kate Boworth—is introducing um, a concept, a new theory of economics called Donut Economics. Donut. So economics. here's what I here's what I suggest, Rena. Let's let's take a little break, okay? And when we come back, let's talk a little bit more about Kate Kate Boworth and Donut Economics, and just about overall definition of success in america and how can we redefine it because you just hurt my heart now and I can't keep talking about this. I have to focus on the new new and what we're building and how we're going to be part of creating the new. What's there now is what it is and it sucks. But all I can do is create the new. Well, I want to say thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that
2: because it was it, we we talked about whether we wanted to talk about it and we did and now we're going to talk to you about something that makes our heart excited.
1: So, Donut Economics, what is it? We'll talk about it after the break.
2: Tita May, what did you want me to do again? Lily, my dream is to have a jingle saying for May Jewelry. Can you do it for me, please? Okay. If you're looking for love, then look no more. Maymay Jewelry's got a lot in store. Your feelings are welcome, happy or sad. Come as you are, your heart will be glad. May. May May, come to may, may May, May, the Jewelry that loves you back. The jewelry that loves you back. Oh my god, Lily, that was perfect.
1: Visit maymayjewelry.com to find jewelry that loves you back. Enter code WTC Podcast for 15% off. That's maymayjewelry.com or click the link in our show notes.
0: Hi, it's Tim Edwards with the Inbound Podcasting Network and producer of the We Think Collective Podcast. You know, in just about every episode, Heidi and Rena are either quoting from or discussing one of the latest books they've read or have been inspired by. Perhaps you'd like to read or better yet, listen to these books for yourself. Well, we want to give you a free audiobook download just for listening to the We Think Collective Podcast. Simply click the link in the show notes to audibletrial.com forward slash inbound Sign up for a free 30-day membership trial and download any audiobook you want. If you decide to cancel your membership for any reason at any time, you keep the audiobook. Support the We Think Collective podcast by visiting audibletrial.com forward slash inbound. That's audibletrial.com forward slash inbound.
2: Welcome... That was in the key of the Catholic Church. I just wanted to let you know. (laughs) Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Welcome back. (laughs) I promised them that I was going to try and be as entertaining as possible.
1: Oh, my goodness. Um, So, before the break, we were talking about um, success in America. Mm -hmm. We were talking about, does it need to be completely redefined? We mentioned A lady named Kate Raworth, who's developed her own theory of economics called donut economics, which we'll get into in a minute. But first, I think we should talk about why what we have going now is not working, aside from the heartbreaking story (laughs) of success that I shared just before the break. So, So what do you think isn't working? Well, for one, I mean, we've both seen this. I think you're seeing a lot of women and men are bowing out of corporate America. They're bowing out of that life. It's, it's not serving them and they see that and they know it. So they're just like opt, trying to figure out how to opt out. Um, we've got a share economy that makes that easier. So that's awesome. But that's one indicator right there. Um, obviously, we're destroying our planet. I mean, there are people who aren't willing to accept that, but I'm pretty sure that's a universally accepted fact are uh, animals is getting extinct right now? Are you saying perpetually? Um, yeah, we're we're overusing the planet's resources mm-hmm. and abusing that. Um, there is a feminine desire right now to follow those kind of intuitive urges and find more balance in their life, so that they can preserve energy for their families and their communities and the current structure of the nine to five job doesn't really allow for that. It doesn't leave room for that. So that system's kind of proving to be antiquated. It's not serving society any longer. And I think um, generally that model of success tells you Work, 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 work harder, 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 harder. You need to take advantage of any possible opportunity that might come to you. Otherwise, something's wrong with you. You should always be trying to climb the ladder. You should always be trying to get to that next step, even if that job is not a good job for you and doesn't actually have anything to do with what you're actually good at. Like, that's okay because you always got to keep driving, got to keep climbing. Otherwise, you're not ambitious. Something's wrong with you. Right. Uh oh. Like seriously, it's like this constant, constant pressure for, for climbing the ladder and for growth that's just not sustainable. And people are just like, this is bullshit. I don't even want that. Yeah. And it's not only women feeling that, by the way. I've talked to many men, many, many, many men. Yeah. <laughs> that's like a Fuji song. You know, I think How it's- many mics do we rip on the daily? <laughs> <laughs> many, 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 many. Okay.
2: Hippie brought to you by Heidi. Uh... But you're right. I think especially around this time now, you know, if you worked in corporate America for over 10 years, you're definitely reaching some kind of burnout phase. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my friends in in this phase are reconsidering their options and seeing what's out there and realizing that, gosh, but I think the biggest thing, I mean, they get scared to jump, but it's so much harder to jump when your definition of success is how much money you've been making and what exactly. position you have.
1: Exactly. And even for people that do make the jump, they find themselves, you know, we've been in a lot of conversations, they find themselves second-guessing their choices and, and doubting it, even though they might be at peak happiness level, like never been so happy in their life. But they'll be like but I'm not making as much money as I used to make. Like, you know, and I feel like I could make more because I have, so maybe something's wrong with me or maybe I'm not doing as much as I should. And I, you know, there's this opportunity over here that I don't really want, but it would pay me more money, but it would ruin my happiness, but I feel like I should want it. Oh, and it I have- make to make me more money. Yeah. Oh, but I have two kids in private school. I
2: have to do it.
1: I got, I should. I really should. Yeah. Um, it's like this this kind of like machine that you got to keep feeding, you mm-hmm. know, feed the machine or it'll eat you. <laughs> That's kind of what it really is. And I think a lot of us are just like, nah, I'm going to opt out of that. And we're seeing it as a generational divide completely. Millennials did not buy that. I'm on the cusp of millennial. I'm claiming millennial, guys. Just <laughs> Um But they're not buying it at all. And, and I think a lot of their parents are like, whoa, like you're really, you know, You really need to get serious about finding a job and go to college. And and they're like, go to college to learn to do a job that's irrelevant, that no one's hiring for anymore? (laughs) Sorry, but no, that's not working for me. So this old definition of success, it's already antiquated. It's already not working for us. We're just still, for some reason, trying to define ourselves by it and match ourselves up to it because we don't have anything else to match ourselves up to. Mm -hmm. So... This is where the donut economics theory comes in. First of all, can we just say, hello, it's a woman.
2: Hello. She used the word donut and economics in the same sentence. So we love her for two reasons. <laughs> uh, number one, I did go to UCLA and I'm an economics graduate. So I secretly have some nerd out on economics. But the fact that she used donut,
1: yes. Yes. So her name's Kate Raworth. Um you know she's talking about how, and, and I'm full disclaimer, guys. Just read an article this morning about Kate Raworth's TED talk, so this is new information to me. I've not read the book yet. I intend to. Reena's gonna read it probably because she's the economics nerd between the two of us. But what I I just was tripping when I read this article about her talk, and I was so happy that women are in the world, being leaders and writing books and like creating this shit because we need it. But like they haven't had a new theory of economics in hundreds of years. Mm hmm. We've been writing off the same old theory for hundreds of years. You mean supply and demand isn't the only economic theory that we should look at? Girl. (laughs) Like, her whole thing is looking at GDP, right? And all of these societies all across the world, all of our our cultures, our our nations are being graded on our success, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. is being graded on our GDP. Which is so irrelevant. (laughs) (laughs) I'm honestly, like, I can't wait to read this book, but her whole theory goes into that 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 just needs to be completely obliterated. It doesn't make sense. It's not sustainable, and it's it shouldn't be it isn't the accurate reflector of actual success of the people. that's been theorized for for many years. We've seen that in you know the Norwegian cultures that have higher happiness factors and blah, blah blah, and how you know, making past seventy five thousand doesn't affect your. once you've at seventy five thousand, any dollar amount you make more than that, it's not going to make you any happier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can buy better stuff, you can have a more luxurious life, but the happiness factor does not change. And yet, all of our definitions of success are related to more, 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 more money, 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 more, 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 more. Mm-hmm. How many mics do you rip on the daily?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I said many,
1: many. Okay.
2: Yeah. So, how do we change that now? Right. So, I, I totally get you. We, we've, we've both may had big income years, mm-hmm. and now we're having smaller income years. Uh, but we are the happiest we've ever been in our lives, and we're the freest to be who we are every day, and at a very. You know, woo woo level. I think that's what everyone wants is to just be more of who they are every day. Hiding and have this thing. It's like, do being you every day, and you will never, ever have to work. A do day. being
1: you for a living. Yeah. Do yeah. being you for a living. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. But I think, uh, like you asked, what do we do? I, I think we need to give ourselves permission to create our own definitions of success. Um, everybody does that anyway. So just give yourself permission to do it and don't feel bad about it if it doesn't happen to match up to your parents' idea of success or your sister's idea of success or your boss's idea. You know, define it for yourself and find your tribe, find other people who share those same kinds of values. I would
2: say the barometer for your success should really be how you feel about your life. And only you know how you really want to feel about your life because you're the only person that will ever live it. So we we talk a lot about instinct and following flow and going on our gut. We think collective is seriously a wave. It's like a wave of magic that we are riding on right now. And this is the first business I've ever really created on my gut instinct. And here I am for some reason on a podcast talking to you about what my dreams are. Coincidence? I think not. Dream life. Hell fucking yes. <laughs> so I I, I want to serve as a model of what that looks like because my success barometer now, Heidi, is how much joy am I living and giving into the world? Because mm-hmm. that in itself, that energetic perspective can shift things. And as a conscious woman business owner, I think about where my products are sourced from. I think about how they affect the earth. And I do think about those little things. You know, I can't be the greatest, but I do think about recycling and cutting my you know my usage in the store
1: yeah and i think that's a feminine a feminine quality a feminine trait that doesn't mean men aren't using those same kinds of values as they make their decisions as well um but i do think that's a, a more feminine even everything you said was so much more woo woo and feminine you're like it's about how you feel guys are like I'm um, sorry but that's just not how it is and this is why Rena has witnessed me in some fun conversations because it, it sometimes there's been moments where it's like, <clears throat> and I don't, I don't mean to say that this is like just guys are like this or anything. It's, it's a masculine and fem, feminine and there's a, and perhaps it's not even fair to state that our current ideals of success are, are strictly masculine, but I think it is fair to say they were created by men for men and, um, and they serve men more than they serve women at this point. That is, that's That can't be argued. Anybody who wants to argue with me about that, call me. I'm happy to, but <laughs> the numbers don't lie. Women are not in power right now financially. We are not. We have all the education. We're in jobs, but we are not in power. We are not whole when it comes to finances. And there's an ideal that masculine energy has around success that is, that is very black and white, um, where uh, we've gotten in these conversations and it's like we're speaking two different, completely different languages where they're just like, but that's just not how it is. If the opportunity comes, you got to take the opportunity because if you're not doing that, then you're not growing. And then as a company, you're going to become irrelevant and you're going to die. And it's like, wow, bro, like, that's a lot. That's heavy, bro. Like, whoa, whoa. you need to go smoke a bowl right now and take a break. Like, yeah. you've you got a lot of stress in your life, yo. Like, no wonder you guys are dying of heart attacks and shit. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, seriously, calm down. Like, how do you feel? Do you even like your life at all? Like, some of these guys that have all this, and women, who have all this, quote, unquote, success financially, or with titles or with, you know, prestige or whatever, they are miserable human beings. And you talked about the energy output, like be, you know, being in joy and, and giving joy, like people like that usually aren't giving a lot of joy, mm-hmm. you know. That's not to say that just because someone has financial success, that means that they've somehow, you know, sold out and that's all they're about and they're all about more and more. I don't believe that at all. I think money is money comes to me easily and flows to me in great abundance. So I don't think it has to be a struggle all the time. I think that's part of what needs to be kind of dismantled you know yeah. this idea that in order to have success you need to struggle you need to work hard all the time you need to take every single opportunity whether it feels good or not and that's what that's just how it is that is the automatic recipe for burnout heart failure cancer you name it you name it <clears throat> one of the things that was interesting about kate rawworth and her theory on donut economics um, that resonated for me. She talked about growth and that if we're only measuring growth, 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 it's kind of a flawed uh, definition of success because if you were to look at a healthy human being and they had a growth on their body, an otherwise healthy body had a growth that was just perpetually growing and growing and growing, um, you would be telling them to go to the doctor. That is not healthy. That is bad. A growth... (laughs) is pretty universally a bad thing. Yeah, that needs to be removed mm-hmm. and stopped. You don't want things to just be perpetually growing in a natural in the perfect balanced natural state of my body. So why would we want that in our economy? And it's super interesting. I just learned this at Disconzo Gardens the other day. There's this thing and I'm going to say it wrong. It's like the Fabiano Circle or something, spiral, Fabiano spiral. Own it, you're doing it with an Fabiaco. accent. you gotta do it with an accent when you do something in time. Anyway, it's the spiral that's in, it's like essential in nature. It's at the essence of every leaf and plant and thing that's out there in nature has this Faciano, Fabiano spiral. We'll find it, it'll be in the notes, guys, I promise. <laughs> um, and my friend was telling me that that same uh, pattern is visible in the markets the exact same spiral pattern that you see in leaves happens in the economy, in the market. Wow. Yes. A spiral. It's not a line up of perpetual growth. So why do we pretend like it is? Or even why are we judging it on that? It makes no sense. Donut economics makes way more sense where you're looking at the resources that we all need to live on, water, food, Air, all of these other kinds of resources. Right, we all need those, so we don't want to contract on that too much and overuse those. But and in doing that, then overshoot and cause damage to to our economy. So, um, not to our economy, but to our planet. So, I think this is where my hope, and I'm actually super excited, the glad that I read Kate Raworth's Kate Raworth article after the Cardi B one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited that this is the direction we're going in and that there are women like that out there leading, helping us to create new theories of economics, an actual new way to define success in a society, which could then trickle down to new ways for us to decide define success for ourselves. And I'm just glad, Rena, that we're creating something together where we've agreed on how we define success. Yeah. You know, and we give each other permission to live our lives that way.
2: Totally. It, it It's really freeing and watching. So you guys know that I'm a documentary fanatic and most of the documentaries that I've been watching because they're all the new ones are about how we're destroying our planet. And at the end of the day, um, Uh, It was funny, when I first reconnected with Heidi, she told me something so deep and so profound. And I was like, Oh, my gosh, I just saw you for the first time again, you're gonna blow my mind with this. And Heidi, whether you know it or not, I'm gonna tell you for the first time right now, is when you told me, you're all like, look, Rhee, everyone thinks that we're gonna like kill each other and all this stuff. She goes, but you know what? Mother Nature is more powerful than all of us and she can kill all of us like in one blink of an eye. So who's really in charge here and how do we coexist together? And Mm -hmm. ever since she posed that question to me, I have gone down a rabbit hole that's way beyond my thoughts of what the world looks like i have this rosy unicorn rainbow theory in my head and then i was all like oh my god 29 percent of the world's coral reef died last year alone that's a major problem you guys yeah that doesn't even get a headline anywhere
1: right because they're talking about cardi b's ass
2: oh yeah i'm sorry was that how many they're busy yeah where was that right But you got some dope ass 12 year olds who are like, we're going to teach you how to clean the sea. Yeah. I love our little kids right now, Mm -hmm. man. They are so freaking bright and awesome. They're like, you know what? We're going to figure that out. And we're going to do this. And these women, yeah, we're going to do donut economics so we can show you how to save ourselves Mm -hmm. from ourselves.
1: Yeah. So this is the We Think Collective podcast. Uh, We're here talking about collective minds coming together to create a new paradigm for success in our future. We'd love to hear what you guys think about that. If you have thoughts, if you think we're full of shit, (laughs) tell (laughs) us. Um, If you have some ideas and that you'd like to share about how you define success in your life, we'd love to hear that too. Um, And one thing I want to know is what's the medium ground for men and women understanding this. Um, Do we need men to understand that our point of view is different or to understand the feminine way, or is it okay? And we just need them to allow us to be ourselves. Um, <clears throat> I think these are questions that we want to explore between the masculine and feminine dynamics, and we'd really love to hear your thoughts. So this is We Think Collective podcast. We're talking about some of the great minds out there coming up with ideas for the new paradigm. Uh, one of them, ones we went mentioned today, is Kate Raworth. Her book Donut Economics is available on Audible. And if you want to check the book out, there are links in the show notes. That's right. You can actually get a free trial uh, to Audible if you prefer to listen to your books there. So thanks again for tuning in today. We look forward to hearing your feedback. You can find us on WeThinkCollective.com or on Instagram at WeThinkCollective. See you soon.
0: Bye.